0: Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel with your hosts, Doug and Jamie. We are back again, and this is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better, and the second, an interview with an actor or someone involved in the film that made it worth watching. really hope you enjoyed last week's with Lance Kinsey Proctor from Police Academy he had amazing stories about his comedic journey and uh, some of the fun stuff he's still working on today. But before we dive into this week's movie, I have to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how you doing?
1: Awesome, Doug. How are you doing?
0: Pretty good, pretty good. I feel like it's May, so it's like we're having a little bit of Christmas in May with this week's movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you know the the you know the the, the series is you know everybody's seen the first two i've never even heard of this one um but uh it was, it was, uh it was a trip to watch it
0: was a it was a
1: movie it was a movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah the reason why we're putting it out so soon is we had the opportunity when we send out all these emails to all the actors and people involved in films you know we get one pretty much for most of the ones that we've done this one we got two so want to make sure it gets out there so these these great interviews you folks can hear, even though it is a Christmas movie, <laughs> just think about Christmas in May, and if you have a guess what the movie is, it is the follow-up to the big Macaulay Culkin Home Alone films John Hughes produced and directed and wrote, so we're talking about Home Alone 3, came out in 1997, I was 11 years old, <laughs> and right off the bat, let's jump right into it. What's really cool is obviously back then I didn't realize like John Hughes is a great guy. It's really cool. He wrote this movie. Did you know who was in the movie? Yes. I, Havil- I well, go ahead. No, Havilyn Smith, who was in what, Pretty in Pink or Sixteen Candles? Sixteen Candles. She played uh
1: Mercedes. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm like like, you know, she looks so familiar and I'm like, who is she? I couldn't I had to look it up and yeah, she played the like the rich the hot rich girl in uh, yeah, yeah. you know
0: the one that he took back.
1: Yeah, yep. car, yeah. By the way, there's someone else in the movie. You didn't notice? No. Big, who? big, big name. And my son noticed. He's like, it oh. looks just like her. Scarlett oh. Johansson.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Scarlett yeah. Well, oh, you're acting like you didn't know. No, I didn't thought it was going to be. <laughs> I know. I, I have another hidden thing in this movie that I found, and I thought you were going to reveal that, but you didn't. But yeah, Scarlett Johansson plays. I had no idea, movie.
1: and so my son goes, "Is that Scarlett Johansson?" I'm like, "No," and we looked it up. It was her, so I yeah? didn't
0: know. <laughs> this is, yeah, she was in a few. Oh, Scarlett Johansson was in another movie when she was really young. I'm not going to fact check it right now, but I feel like she's in the Fugitive. She's in a really weird movie, like really, really young. Right, I don't know right. if it's the Fugitive, but it's a movie like that. But <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, yeah, let's jump right into this. Like I said, John yep. Hughes wrote this. He upped the stakes. The other movies you had the Sticky Bandits, the Wet Bandits. They were, they were just trying to rob houses, like it, steal little things here and there. They were local
1: thieves, you know. Local, you know, robbing a house. You know, this movie starts off like they're spies. I mean, like we're we're getting international thieves now. Like, oh, this yeah, is, like this is crazy.
0: <laughs> and North North Korea was bad back then. <laughs> they wanted this chip. This chip was going to be able to make it so if you plant it on any missile, nothing can detect it, so it could do damage wherever it is. And just to go back to the first two. Did you ever feel watching those movies it felt like maybe they wanted to hurt Kevin but you never felt like they were going to kill him cuz they were robbers but they never had weapons. Right, right, right.
1: And well yeah, well I think with the first one I think um, towards like the the end of them getting their ass beat they wanted to hurt him, not not kill, but they wanted to give him some kind of torture. You could see, like Joe Pesci was pissed. You know, this movie they wanted to kill him. They wanted to murder the kid.
0: They all had guns. They had uh, every weapon to get into it. But yeah, so the missile chip. So the stakes are raised. As a kid, when I watched this, I wish I could interview myself when I'm 11. I probably was watching like, what am I watching? They're trying to. They're they're going to kill this kid.
1: Yeah, you you you're you're definitely jumping ahead. You know, because I mean, oh yeah, yeah. But the the one you know after that, you know, we figured out with you know what they are transferring into the the airport is it me or when when they're trying to, in these movies when they're trying to look like undercover or like you know secret they stand out so much more like when they the way they're walking and where they're grouping around and where they're they're you know like they they stood out so much. Like who are these? Like guys, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I know. It, 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 maybe it's not making sense.
0: No, no, no it's, they're wearing black leather and the wear. They're
1: all wearing black. They're walking as if they're like you know hiding something. Like they look so like ridiculous. Like no one notices. No one notices how you know they're standing out.
0: They're like uh, high school kids getting stoned. And they're like okay, act cool. <laughs> And everybody knew, and it was the old Bag Sucher Rue. Why would they use a bag from what seems like the most popular place in San Francisco?
1: Everybody had the same exact bag.
0: Yeah, Parisian, Parisian. <laughs> Everyone had it. They're like, hey, let's hide this in a. Okay, I, again, it makes sense. They wanted to hide it into it. If it had worked, eggs yeah. on my face. But no, they put it inside of a toy car, and then they got caught in the line, and then probably. The worst villain ever in the movie. I think the worst villain in this movie is the old woman <laughs> who takes the bag.
1: Well, you know what? But but they had one of those in every movie. They had the bird lady in the second one. They had the creepy old neighbor in the first one. Like, they, you know, these old people that just come across very creepy.
0: Is that the formula? Maybe she should write I, one of these. I, I think it is. It's,
1: you have to have that creepy person that eventually, you know, becomes the nice person at the end of the movie.
0: Yeah. And one thing to reflect on definitely is – you know, we're living in a different time now, but in 1997, man, airport security was so nice. They walked right, pretty much right through. They like checked her like, hey, ma'am, can you step back? Man, nowadays, like TSA, I feel like they she'd throw up in the back room. <laughs> yeah. One thing that was really wild, and I think it's always funny, there's a lot in this movie of technology that does not exist yet, that somehow that they pretend exists. So uh, Lenny Dolen, who plays one of the bad guys, who is next week's interview, he was in a bunch of stuff. He, they chase the old lady outside. They're trying to figure out where she's going. They well, get you know the-
1: I mean? Before I even get to that point, yeah. So she, she notices the old lady. She notices the bag and the old lady, like what ten feet in front of her. How would she lose the lady that fast? Like they, she was. She walks into the terminal. She sees the bag. She calls her her buddy, saying, "Hey, I found the bag. I found the old lady." The old lady put the bag on the floor. So there wasn't a lot of time in between. And then the next time they're chasing her, they're like so far behind her. Like, how'd
0: you move that fast? I think that's the formula throughout this movie. There's a lot of times they're really <laughs> close to things and then really far away. It's like the old lady had the speed of, like, Michael Myers in Halloween. Like, she was barely moving. It. And then she was like, speed up, boy, the guy that was riding the little golf cart. But, yeah, they, they somehow find out that she's going to Chicago. They get on the airplane at the same time. Then they're, like, chasing her out. Then when he they run outside, he lifts up his glove, and he takes a photo with his glove. <laughs> And then the photo automatically goes to his Palm Pilot. That technology did not exist. You didn't have one of those gloves back then? That would be the creepiest thing. Like <laughs> Google Glasses is creepy. Like that's even creepier. Just think of a creeper. Like just walking around the mall. Psh, 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 well, this
1: movie is all about creeping. I mean, uh, you know, and we'll get to the kid being a, such a creeper of his neighborhood. So, you know, but it is all about creeping.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. And then, And then again, this old taxi driver. A, this guy shouldn't have his license anymore. Correct. Honestly. Think about it. Some strangers, again, you said it best. They look that creepy. They're in the yard where they're parking the taxi. They they corner him, and they're basically like trying to get information. I wrote hey, the where'd you drop down. Yeah, where, where, where'd you drop this old lady <laughs> off? And it's like, wouldn't you be like, hey, man, I'm not telling you. There must be some pr- trouble you're trying to cause this old lady. No, right away. Tells exactly all the details. Everything.
1: And that, not that nothing he remembered a lot of details for dropping someone off. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming a cab, a cab driver will drop you off, you know, maybe take your luggage out and you're leaving. He's not paying that much attention to the If the, the, the driveway was shoveled, if there's, you know, an ornament outside, if there's, you know, like he knew everything about the house and the old lady.
0: Well, he probably only drives five or 10 miles an hour. So if you think about it, it's probably the only ferry he had all night. That is true. <laughs> so then we, so then we meet our Kevin McAllister of this film. Alex Pruitt. He reminded me of a home a
1: home uh, home improvement kid. Like he looked like oh, that. JTT? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, kind of. He's eight years old, okay? Eight years old. I know it's winter. It's near the holidays, but he's shoveling. It seems pretty late at night. There's no cars on the road. He's out there shoveling. I wrote the same thing down. The, I mean, he, he's out, he's eight years old. The shovel's
1: bigger than him. It was taller than him, and he's going out there hustling. Shoveling driveways at eight years old. So, what parent is letting their eight year old at night, you know, shovel around? And yeah, I wrote the same thing down. It's ridiculous.
0: And so- she was so pissed that he didn't do it right away when she was like on her trip. But, and he said, but, and she said, butts are for ashtrays. <laughs> it's just insane. And then we find out, I think pretty much right after that. Oh, yeah. So then she's like, oh, somebody actually took my sourdough bread because the whole bag switched yep. So she gives him, the remote control car.
1: So she was traveling with sourdough bread on the plane.
0: Like that's yeah, yeah. My wife was watching with me and she was like, I guess I know San Francisco is known for that, but that was kind of weird <laughs> to be able to be like, I'm just bringing back bread. But then, but then when he was like, you know what the great thing about this kid was, he's eight years old. He's wise beyond his years. And he, even said to the lady, oh, since I didn't do it fast enough, you don't have to pay me. And she goes, what? So you could tell the whole neighborhood that I stiffed you? What, what a crotchety old woman. She really was. She was
1: crotchety. And he, you know, he should be working for the government. He was like the smartest eight-year-old oh, I think dude. I've ever seen in any movie. But yeah, she was. And you know what? I, I didn't think about it that way. She definitely was the villain. Like, you know, like, you notice, she was very bitter. She was a bitter old lady. She lived alone. She didn't want to look after the kid when the mom went away. Like, he was just, she was just angry all the time.
0: And she drank early in the morning. She She was drinking vodka really early in the morning and smoking cigarettes. (laughs) Really early. She should not be doing that at her age. And then we find out the bad guys from the, that old cabbie coughing up all that information that the bad guys are going to be in the neighborhood tomorrow. And then what happens? Alex? As chicken pox. Yep. And he screams. And do you remember what happened after he screamed? I,
1: I do, because apparently this happens more than once. So first of all, I want to know how, how low is the toilet bowl? Okay. Or, or, how, oh,
0: <laughs> or how much heat is he packing? <laughs> I, <know>. I, mean, <laughs> I just don't know. As Scarlett Johansson screamed. Alex land the toilet seat on his thingy again.
1: Now – You've probably peed over a million times in your life. Yeah. Have you ever come close to slamming the thing? No. Up, you know, right? So
0: I zipper, I, zipper. Yes,
1: that's a different story. That's a, that's you know that can happen. This is a little weird. I mean, uh, especially then the, the toilet bowl must be really high. I mean, he's a short kid. Yeah, you know. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's really weird.
0: That was super weird. <laughs> and then one thing that I thought was really cool was when he first got back into the house and this is how, you know, right off the bat that this kid's good with machines. He's uh, good at contraptions in order to feed his goldfish. He has a Rube Goldberg machine that er, has all the cranks and everything happens. And it's foreshadowing that he's going to be pretty good at this. Uh,
1: and, and you know what? <laughs> I wrote the same thing. He, you know, it reminded me of like a Wee Herman kind of yeah. like, you know, simple, just, you know, pour the food in there, but no, he has to have all this contraptions and, and you know, robotic stuff to feed the fish. And, Right away, you're seeing, all right, here's the creative genius that this kid is. And you see, this is going to come into play later on. Yeah. And, and in a much bigger way. I mean, really. He makes Kevin McAllister look like a dope.
0: Oh, dude. D- totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we already mentioned before, Scarlett Johansson's a sister. And in this film, uh, the brother who's playing the Buzz-type character. In this film, he said he doesn't have a tarantula. He has a talking parrot who is... He, I hope that power got paid well. He,
1: my, to me, he was the best character in the movie. I thought he was the funniest character in the movie. He was pretty good. <laughs> he was good. And especially when he actually answered, he actually told, I think it was at one point he told the kid to hide or run or something like that. Like, yeah. Like, so he wasn't just repeating things. He was guiding the kid how, where to go, you know? So yeah. And you know, you mentioned the brother from the other movie. They tried to mimic the mom and the brother so much in this, like the, the, the mom's crazy orange hair. Very, very same as the first movie, the woman, the brother. Uh, what was his name? Butch or Buzz? Buzz Butch Buzz. He had like a crazy flat toppy kind of like you know. This kid has like some crazy orange hair again. You know, and again another creep. I mean, for some reason they make like a lot of redheads. Like even Christmas Story, redheads are always like bullies and jerks. They always yeah. do that.
0: No, so I was I was watching my wife, and it was funny that you say that because the first time you see Haviland Smith, you know who's playing the mom. Yep. First time you see her, you don't notice it. But when she goes to work and comes back that one time and she's standing on the front porch, she's yep. wearing like, the, honestly, if we went back, she's wearing the same outfit that Catherine O'Hara was wearing in the airport. The same oh, really? green. It looks exactly the same. Green, the hair flowing. Her hair is obviously longer than Catherine right. O'Hara's was. But same look, everything. Did, did they did it take place in Chicago also, the first one? Yep. So,
1: okay. So the movie is Home Alone 3. So it's has nothing to do with the oh, first no. movie. Right? And, but they have to pick in the same town. The same kind of like, you know, family kind of like, you know, like like weird. I mean, outside of the fact that they had like 25 people living in the first movie in the house, yeah. but same huge house. Like the house looks very similar to the other one, you know, but yeah, like why, like really why call Home Alone again at this point? Make it, you know, a, another kind of movie like that. This kid yeah. was actually in, in a movie before that, a big movie. I mean, I think it was called Max
0: Keebler. Oh, Max Keebler. Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard He that. played Max Keebler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that you say that. So there's like, obviously we're doing these sequels. There's a few kind of sequels that we've done. We just did police Academy. Those are continuing. You're like, Oh, police Academy. I know those people. I know that there's a formula to it. Yep. Home on three future episode that we have coming out. Cause we already did the interview and we talked about it. Meatball street. It's kind of in the meatball street range. There's no really, there wasn't even a throwaway line in this one. There wasn't yeah. like a, Hey, like I said, their their last name was McAllister or something. They're like, Hey, remember your cousin Kevin did this seven yeah. years ago? He you know, he did make a comment
1: to what I don't but I don't remember what it was, that was similar to what Kevin McAllister said to one of the bandits. So I forget what at what part it was, but he said something that was a different line, but in a similar way that Kevin McAllister said. And I totally forgot. No, this movie is almost like a remake. I would I would look at it as more of a remake than a, like a, a sequel.
0: Yeah, I you would know? say yeah, I would say it's kind of a remake, but just like a reboot. Like, like a reboot. Yeah, yeah, but on, unlike steroids. Oh, because well, obviously, I like I think the first one came out in '90. I think yeah, they definitely take it up a notch, and we'll get into all the violence that ensues.
1: Well, you know, they took it up a notch in every way possible. I mean, even with the bad guys. I mean, you know, you, you don't have these like you know clumsy crooks in the neighborhood crooks. Now you have this international, you know. Uh, thieves and, and it's, it's so it's a whole different and so I guess if you're going to jack up the kid, you got to jack up the bad guys. Oh, definitely. Although, they might be dumber than Joe Pesci and uh, Daniel Stern. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? A couple of them are pretty dumb. A couple yeah. are, yeah. yeah. So, we we mentioned it. Alex is homesick. He has the chicken pox and at the same time, the bad guys are out looking for the toy car. I think there's like 15, 16 house on the block so they have to do it by process of elimination. So, Alex's mom stays home and she gives him a bell to ring. And dude, if my kid was ringing that bell over and over again, while I was trying to work and he had a spring on his face like that, and then ran the toy car up my leg dude, I go nuts.
1: Well, you know, okay. This kid is obviously a genius. Um, you would think their parents would know that he's a genius. I mean, I mean, I mean, I know you didn't mention it. I don't know if this happened yet or not, uh, the TV across the way, the neighbor's oh. TV, the old lady's TV. Yep. Now, ha- first of all, he has to rig it with a whole like contraption. Like easily, you could just use the remote, but he has to make it like with a what do you like a uh, telescope attached to the t- uh, remote. And like this kid's eight years old. Yeah. I mean, like, so the parents should know that this kid's a genius, and I feel like they 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 act like he's just a typical eight year old, you know, troublemaking kid. Yeah, know? and w- and with that, I think.
0: I, I've seen this much in other dating movies. It's like one of those tropes that they do when they have the neighbor. They they change the TV with the remote. I think there's a point for that thing, maybe to extend like the signal. But yeah, that was really awesome when he did that. And you know, what? so he's messing with the old lady who's drinking at 9 a.m. by changing her channels. So she changes the channel. All right, this is it. I don't know if you wrote this down. He puts on a music video. Yes. Did you notice? I didn't, was.
1: Know. I, I didn't know, but I, I mean, I, I know the scene. I just didn't, you know, I, I don't, I think I started writing down when I saw it, but at first, honestly, I thought it was porn at first. I thought oh, yeah. I, I, great. I,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even know he this, this actor, then more recently a singer. And then is he still acts Jamie Foxx, 1997, a music video of Jamie Foxx.
1: Really? Yeah. Now, is, is it a real music video or do you oh, think,
0: I, it looked real. I don't think that they would just throw it in because he wasn't. The Jamie Foxx show was on back then, but it's not like, no, no. like yeah, yeah. huge or anything. but Well, you know, it was probably around the
1: time of him, you know, on like a living color and everything else. Yeah, around I mean,
0: that- living color, I think it was probably done and he was doing like right. deaf comedy jam so, and that. So I wonder, yeah, I, I, I didn't, you know what? I but didn't it would know. be like more of a stand up or acting, yeah, not yeah, like his yeah. singing. That's awesome. But yeah, so this is the first time that we talk about the kid being a creeper. He has a telescope. And this is the first time I laughed really hard at the movie. So in the rat, Doris the rat was pretty, pretty awesome. She's up there with I don't know if she's a she. I shouldn't assume her sex. But, <laughs> uh, so Doris the rat climbs up and she looks through the telescope and zooms it on the face of a cat. It <laughs> was
1: so silly. I loved it. And then, and then yeah, the rat rancher's little uh, pouch or whatever that thing is, yeah, the, the thing. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the kid is such a creeper because he creeps on the whole neighborhood. Yeah, he, and he's he's looking in windows. Now come on. You know he's looking in windows. You know he's spying on people, maybe changing. or something. No, he's peeping. He's beeping. a total peeper, without a doubt.
0: Yeah. You know what's funny about him? When he was doing those scenes and he was looking around and making the jokes, again, you don't know how many takes it is and all that, but, dude, now that you said he was in a movie before this, and I remember Max yeah. Keebler, dude, he has great comedic timing. Like, he's really funny. Like, yeah. everything was good. It wasn't stale, like, his interaction with the, the parents, with the bad yeah. guys. But, so – Alex is onto these bad guys pretty quick. It's like pretty super quick that he's on onto exactly everything they're doing.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and it's funny, when when he was when he saw the guy in that house, I barely could make out what he was looking at. I mean, I knew you could see someone walking around. He noticed the guy's wearing a glove. He noticed this guy, he noticed everything about the guy over there. He then he realized that there's a getaway car on one side, there's a woman over here walking in. Like he knew he saw the whole he scoped the whole neighborhood and realized exactly who's involved and what and what's going on. Within one telescope swoop.
0: Yeah. Oh, let me ask you real quick. You've you've leased houses before, right? Yeah. How long is usually the process? Can you do it in an hour? Because <laughs> the the woman walked into the house. She's like, "Oh, my boys are gonna love it here. We'll take it." And the signs off the lawn, all in that same morning scene. Well, unless
1: it's uh, you know maybe for sale by owner, and they just <laughs> run. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you could lease a house in an hour. They
0: didn't do a credit <laughs> check. You know, and they go wait, 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 because you remember at the end of the, towards the end of the movie, this isn't spoiling anything. They're bad people, so the FBI and the Air Force, when they're looking at it, they're going by their names, like their real names. Would they do a credit check on these people and be like, wait, you guys are bad guys, moving over? <laughs> but now they probably have a pinch cash. But I thought it was just so silly. How yeah, quick, yeah, know. yeah. So we were joking, me, and my, me and my wife we were watching, and we said, this movie is like Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window for kids. Yep.
1: Yep,
0: it is. It, it's honestly, he's sick. He's really, he leaves the house obviously a few times, but he's sick. He's just like, hang it. He just sees everything, and he his, his, to keep him busy.
1: He's spying on the entire neighborhood and judging everything, and again, spying in the windows. So it's not yeah. even like you know, like he's not even looking at stars. He's looking inside people's houses.
0: Yeah, and you know what's great about him? He was smart to call the cops. Yep, I feel like Kevin McAllister took so long. He yeah. called at the end of the first one. I don't know if he called in the second one. Well, no, he threw a think- brick through the window. He didn't even call the cops. He threw a brick with a note attached. Right.
1: Well, again, we, we established this kid's more of a genius than uh, Kevin McAllister. You know I mean, uh, you know, Kevin McAllister did the, you know threw na- nails on the floor, attacks. You know, he did simple stuff. This kid had like he made his own inventions. You oh yeah, no. he, he was total MacGyver in this. We'll, movie. we'll get into that because
0: <laughs> I don't know who is stronger out of Kevin McAllister or Alex Pruitt, but oh. I don't know. There's some contraptions I don't think he. Physically could do, but so <laughs> did you notice who one of the cops was that came to the house? Oh boy, it was uh, Neil Flynn from Scrubs, the janitor from Scrubs. You know
1: what? I never watched. I watched one episode of Scrubs,
0: and he was a bunch of other stuff. He was on the middle yeah. that was on for like eight, nine seasons on ABC. Yeah. Nope, <laughs> he's like a big time like Chicago second city actor. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so he plays one of the cops in the movie. They're like, "Hey kid, there's nobody in that house. Nobody was in that house, and now your parents can have to pay for the door because we kicked the door in."
1: Yeah, I mean, and he, as usual, you know the co- you know the cops never trust the kid, even though they is it possible the the bad guy escapes? Is it possible? You know, no, we don't find anything. You know, and this and this this happens multiple times. Yeah. you know, with this kid.
0: Yeah, pretty much the next day they don't even yeah. the same thing. The next day he's in the house again, no evidence.
1: Well, the the way the cops were treating this, I'm surprised they went back the second day. You know, after they realized this kid, you know, they, they think this kid pulled a prank. The same kid calls back. You're going to go again? Yeah. I mean, shame on the cops at at that point, you know.
0: And he's real sassy with the the chief police. Sorry for being a good citizen. Yep. Yep. He's just trying to do the right thing, you know?
1: Well, you know what? Okay, so to go back to the cop when he called the cops. So he calls the cops. He knew the address. The house number, the exact address to get there. Now he's eight years old. Now I can't tell you any of the, the numbers of my friends' addresses, even into my neighbors. I don't know because no, numbers skipper. He knew. Oh yeah, it's this house, this house. Like he knew the address to a T.
0: Most eight-year, most most eight-year-olds don't even know their address. They don't know their own address. That's, why, that's <laughs> my point.
1: But he knew. Oh yeah, it's eight mocking, you know, mockingbird way. You know, like I couldn't. Like yeah, ridiculous. Like, yeah, he's
0: a genius. And then he goes upstairs. I gotta say, man, his siblings and that bird, who again. One of the best actors in the movie are real bullies. So I understand, you know, why Doris him and Doris, that's like his only friend. It is. Um and yeah. rats are smart. He's smart, so maybe that was like a purpose. Well, and, uh,
1: and the parrot's a genius, so you know, his oh, animals. And you know, it's funny. Is this the scene where they came in, uh the cops came in there and they saw the dog and they yelled freeze? And yeah. the dog <laughs> and the
0: dog froze. <laughs> I thought the dog was gonna start peeing because the one leg was up. That's, that would be great. That would That's, be awesome. <laughs> so here's the first time that technology, this was 1997, okay? <laughs> Internet speeds are 56K. Things are slow. It takes like a whole night to download like a song. Right. So Alex has just a normal video camera tied to the top of his car, The that car that he got from the old lady that has a chip in it wirelessly connects it. So while that car is not connected to any wires, he's able to watch it on TV. That 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 wasn't around in 1997. It no. wasn't around in, it was like barely around in 2007 to have that kind of functionality. And not even that, to even think to do that, to put it on the, and have you ever
1: owned a remote control car? Yeah. How far can they really go? Like, oh, not know, that like, far at all. <laughs> And this kid's, the remote control goes, I mean, we'll get more detail, but he goes all over the neighborhood. He goes inside the houses. And he has incredible control. Now, he just got this as a gift, right, from the old lady. Yeah. Okay. He controls that like his Mario Andretti. Like, like I've tried remote control cars. You crash into everything. He is enabled to maneuver everywhere possible. Like, he's like a pro. Like, you know, if there was like a circuit, he'd he'd crush it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And he's peeping on the bad guy. The main bad guy. Oh, he's he's follow- yeah, yeah, he's the <laughs> peeper. So he's following him into the house. He's backing up back and forward, And he's watching the 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 TV in his house. And this scene was really funny because we talked about it before. Bad guy's again right near it. He has to hit his glove. He's like, it's right in front of me. I'm gonna grab it. Instead of grabbing it, just grab it. Yeah. Then he runs around, he hides. Oh dude, that's this scene's awesome. So he hides and the clothes fall on him. So this guy's just trying to look for a toy car. He knows the doggy door is not flapping, so it has to still be in the house. So then he's smart, he turns on the TV, and then he calls the house, <laughs> and the parrot talks to the guy. Hey, hello, this is Karen. Hi, how's it going?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the parrot has a whole conversation. And, and again, I, he, he acts like a regular parrot sometimes, and he'll start singing and he'll start repeating. But then he says things just so ridiculous. Like, I, I who is there? Someone famous that, that voices the parrot?
0: Oh, I don't know. I, I, I thought it'd be a parrot. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't
1: think it's. I don't think it's really the parrot talking.
0: I'll have to. I'll look that up.
1: <laughs> we have to look that up. I don't know.
0: But no. So uh, the parrot sounds like it's like repeating exactly what the mom says. So yeah. So this is like the big chase scene. I well, thought this you know, this scene was fun. Well, it, again,
1: it it it. it the, the kid's genius made everything fun, um, but you forgot the other genius thing he did. How he got up the sta- down the stairs. What he, he-
0: the parrot did have an actor voice. Oh, he did. Okay, the wonderful Darren Teanous. Oh, there you go. All right. He was the voice of uh, Baby Joe and Mighty Joe Young. That's the only other voice role. He usually just works in the sound part. Oh no, he's in other things too. Okay, I take that back. If uh, Darren's listening. <laughs>
1: But yeah, do you remember how he, he, he figured out how to go down the stairs? Oh, with the rug? With the that rug. was amazing. That's amazing. Like I said, so this is a remote control car, and he's he, again, he thinks on his feet. He's quick. You know, I mean, uh, what eight-year-olds do, like can think this fast? I mean, this, yeah. is kid. this
0: kid's awesome. No, it's wild. So did you have a little flashback uh, with the parrot when the parrot started singing? Did it remind you of Son in the Mask? Because <laughs> this is a kid's movie, and they think... Okay, they're sitting in a boardroom. They're smoking a cigar. The, the, the president of the company is like, this is a kid's movie, John Hughes. we got to make sure kids are intrigued. So what do you think we should play? What should the parrots sing? Something hit. Something hot. Something now. How about Jim Croce's Bad, Bad, <laughs> bad, bad Leroy Brown?
1: Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. Well, would would you think it would be funnier if they played that song? Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling.
0: How good would that be? Oh, I think it's just, that's what I mean. I think (laughs) that's ridiculous. What kid is like, maybe the dad in the movie theater is like, hey, that's Jim Croce, man. I like this movie. No, it's just, I don't know. It's just like, why? And that comes back again. They do the same thing. So we've been, how how far have we been into the movie? Nobody's really gotten hurt, right? No. Yep. We had the first accident. One of the bad guys was just the old guy slipped on ice. He went right into the shed. Everything falls all over him. And I was like, eh. I was well, like know, waiting for something to be like. Eh. Yeah, I agree.
1: And, and and like you know, at this point, it's it's like like any other movie. You're waiting. You're really waiting for it. It's like when you're watching the rocket movies. you're waiting for the training. Like you're okay. waiting for that training scene. So here, you're waiting for like some kind of like accidents, contraptions, and nothing yet. And the mom. I thought the mom. I thought all this was going to happen while the mom was home because the mom yeah. started staying home. So I'm like, all right. So he's not really home alone anymore, you know. Like I didn't, I, you know, I didn't know where they were going with that. Speaking of which, now you got an eight year old. What mom leaves eight year old home alone? Mom I was whole
0: whole, I was hopeful on that. Yeah. Nowadays you go to jail. But What's I remember when I was a kid. When I was a kid, there'd be some days at eight. Uh, I'd walk home from school and like hang out for an hour. Eight years old.
1: <laughs> yeah. What what what, how, what grade are you in? Eighth grade. Uh, eight, eight years old. You're second or third you don't think that's young to be home alone at eight especially a kid who can, who can build a house almost like which we'll get into with the way he's cutting everything and like using power tools and, you know,
0: maybe he's know. allowed by the state of uh, Illinois because he can build Rube Goldberg machines and operate like Mario and Jet- Jetty. Maybe he can, do <laughs> you know, it was really funny too. I love the woman that had the jogging stroller. She she just shoved the thing right into the shed, and it was all like disheveled. The doll head was all. <laughs>
1: Do you remember what the old lady said? No. As soon as so, as soon as the woman did that and shoved it, she's watching now. She's peeping also. So apparently, it's a peeping neighborhood. So she she sees the lady throw the the carriage, and she goes, Oh, "People are always in a rush, like not even worried about the kid that might have been in the basket there. She's just worried that the woman's in a rush."
0: Well, she probably did. She probably hurt her kids. <laughs> That, that is true. So, so then they're so pissed, okay? So this is the first time that, dude, this bad guy was fully about to murder that old woman.
1: Oh, this is okay. So, so it, it, is this after? So I'm, I'm trying because you know what we're talking about—the lady with the carriage. I like the other costume also. The the guy that looked like he was you reminded me of like Peter Sellers. Like the, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. like the Sherlock Holmes kind yeah. of like, you know, like old school, like, like, again, we talked about this earlier with the airport, how like, you know, you're trying to, you know, like not stick out and be suspicious. They, they couldn't look any more suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I mean, that remind I forgot about that costume. Oh, I, was, I know. I was, was- I was laughing at that. <laughs>
0: Remember he gets hit by a car? <laughs> the other bad guy runs him over. Lenny Van Dolan runs him over. You know, that was the first time in this movie when they're like yep. talking to the old lady. Dude, I really thought. Yeah. Dude, I'm like, Oh my god, they're about to murder this old woman. <laughs>
1: like Well the minute they closed the garage door, I'm like, Oh I know.
0: You know, like it, <laughs> <laughs> it was like dude, I, when I was eleven watching this, I was probably like, Oh my god, what am I watching right now? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so the toy car scene, the whole thing, just to go back, I know we jumped forward a little bit. I I, I thought that was so awesome there was like pretty funny action in it. They're both trying to jump over the fence. The, the girl and the bad guy at the same time crash into each other. Uh, the toy car fly, dude, he jumps the toy car over an alleyway, like a little street. And he timed it
1: perfectly for when the guy turned around to look, it went to run over. So you didn't even see that. Yeah. Boy, I, I love the part when the, the one guy, like the car wasn't moving and it was sitting right there. So the guy like dove, like opening, oh, like a Superman dives to grab it, and of course the car goes. Um, you forget that part. How about when it was stuck, and the girl picked it up, and the kid oh, yeah. right over in Like he really like. I've never seen anyone using like a remote <laughs> control the way this kid did. He was, you know, he was able to get out of any jam. Like no, he was I just see. incredible.
0: I hope when he grew up, he was on. Uh, God, what was the show when they the robots? They fight robots on Comedy Central, and it used to be on pay per view. The robot battles. What the heck was the name of that? Battle, battle bots. Battle bots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but you're right. She's holding another one. Yes, right in her hand. It scrapes over her face. She has like a mark on her chin. How, how yeah. fast does a car, a car go? Like oh, a, dude, a toy I car? No idea. I, I would mean, hope.
1: Do you think you can outrun a car? Yeah, uh, I know. So she, I think
0: so. Electric one.
1: Okay. Or you got four people. You can't corner it somehow. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's got four people. Instead of like running around the entire neighborhood, like, and it happened to one part of the car, the guy, the car that he was playing chicken with the, the, the and he decides he's scared and he goes off off on the side. Well,
0: I think he, I thought the same thing and then I was like, oh my God. And then I'm like, you know what? He didn't crush it. Ah, okay. I think he didn't want to crush it. I thought the same thing. I'm like, dude, what is he doing? <laughs> but no, this is to go back where what you are talking about before, the distance yep. of, the, of the radio signal. Okay. So, when the radio signal, he's going away. He's right, going away, obviously, in his distance, the way he's driving it. Right. And then it stops. So he has to run in the house, to get closer to it. But he keeps going in the same direction. Yeah. So if you're going in the same direction, then it would just keep cutting out. He'd have to, like, run out of the house. Or, I mean, I'm assuming if – even if the,
1: the house is next door, would it work through walls like that? Like, no. you know, like, if, like, if you're in one house, go to the other house. The fact that he was able to maneuver that entire house, um, I don't think it would work either. So, and like, that
0: thing was like a 20 or 30 dollars toy even back then. Right. Uh, we had cordless phones in our house that don't work. Right. Like right in, in the 90s, you walk into one room and the signal would be like blocked because the one wall was like an old brick wall. Right. So yeah, there's a lot of like question. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> so yeah, so they have the woman, they have her tied up in the garage and dude, Alex is ready to, to protect his neighborhood.
1: And you know what? He's got balls. He told his mom, "No, go out, go out, go. Pick. you know, like he wanted to take on the guys himself. Yeah. He knew he could handle it. He knew he, he was smarter than them. And you know he's like, I'm not gonna deal with the cops anymore. By the way, we we skipped the part when he called the uh, the army recruiter. Like, <laughs> remember when he because when he found the chip?
0: Oh yeah, and, yeah.
1: <laughs> so of all people he calls the army recruiter. The guy goes, listen, we don't do that here. <laughs>
0: so, well, you want to take the information down? The guy's like, all right, I guess I will. <laughs>
1: Well yeah, I mean like so but he had balls. he's like let me take them on myself. Yeah, you know. Yeah, some 8-year-olds um, won't even like yeah. do anything like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So 20-year-olds don't even make their own doctor appointments,
1: you know. Yeah. And and so I I'm, I'm curious how long a time was it between when the guy when he made all those contraptions and they decided to go back the next day? Cuz I'm assuming it was the next day, right? Or Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It had to be the next day. Okay, so he he came. I, I had a trouble building a little like you know desk in a couple hours. This kid made contraptions that MacGyver wouldn't have been able to do
0: less than a day. Oh, I tried to do a thousand piece puzzle a couple weeks ago. <laughs> we stopped after like five minutes because I was like, oh man. No, I know the time frame wise, and then the fact that he needed everybody out of the house. So it's not like he could work overnight on it, right? So yeah, no, he did that. He did a lot of Alex. super quick he's eight years old yep and he's going against four criminals who have guns one even had a little power saw which really creeped me out now i know why they used it cut the sign down he flipped it over made a mailbox so the street didn't get plowed but at first i'm like dude, they're gonna like torture this kid
1: and you know what these are known criminals they're wanted criminals that the what, the guy at the FBI said, uh, or was it the police or the FBI said, we've been tracking them for seven years and we could never you know, get them. And his eight-year-old is taking them out.
0: Yeah. He's got balls. Here's, here's a second questionable. So the girl, she walks up to the house first. She has, I don't know, Oakley-looking glasses on. She is turning on the fiber optics, and that somehow sends it back to them.
1: Yep. Very high-tech back then.
0: I just don't understand it. I understand they have to throw things like that sometimes, but it's just like, oh, come on!
1: Yeah, no, they they made it very high tech. But this and kid, then, this one, she walked up the stairs. Is this one, she <laughs> yep. So, so I, I mean, I we see this in so many movies, and I think we we saw that was a police academy when he jumped off the the truck and yeah. he did like a flip. Oh so, yeah. So she goes up the stairs and they crumble and she she falls down right. Like I was like the fir- one of the first booby traps that he set. Yeah. So now she, is now how many steps are there? Three? Four? Yeah. Like it, was, it wasn't It was like, it wasn't like a high. it was like a front porch, right? She had to do like a triple lending flip to get on top of that. Like she couldn't just say, you know, step over it. Like she had to do like, all right, you know what? Here comes j-. Not only, she did four flips before she got there.
0: <laughs> it's not like there was trip wires in the grass. I don't know why she was doing that, <laughs> but there was some wire on the front porch. And a little kitty sign that said electrical fence all in like red. And it looked like plastic. So the guy's like, I'll touch it. Why not? I think that sign was genius. Oh, yeah. He totally. totally baited them in there. Because who would think an eight year old is capable right. of any of this? Right.
1: And you know what? If you don't have a sign there, they might be like, all right, what is this? But the fact that it looked like it was written in crayon and he's like, you know, by an eight year old kid, oh, this is a joke. You know, he's trying to scare us. <laughs>
0: and then he, uh, and then the other bad guy, goes to the back porch he's like oh let me take a seat for a second you're, you're in the middle of like trying to like get this very important device back so north korea pays you and they sound like at one point north korea was going to kill him if they don't get it right and he sits in a chair and gets electrocuted so we have two guys getting electrocuted
1: yeah i, I was questioning why he sat down like what was the, he sees the chair he got to sit down i mean that, that didn't make sense either so yeah is yeah,
0: he having a rough night come on
1: and both of them got fried at the same time
0: yeah this is something I have written down and I'm sure this happened before what we just mentioned, but again, he's eight years old and he's operating tractors. So when he was setting up everything, the pool, the pool, in the backyard, he was operating tractors. So right after the guys get electrocuted, the main bad guy comes over and he's like, Hey, watch out that fence. That's a real fence. So he unplugs it and then they're looking at the front door and dude, I looked up when they looked up and they saw the barbell. With it looked like it wasn't a forty five, but it looked like twenty five and ten on each it side. Like a
1: five pound, a ten pound, It was probably a five or a ten pound plate.
0: But that kid could not lift that. No, no. Not only that, it took both of the guys
1: to push it off them. Yeah, so they it on their head, So when they're laying in the ground, both those guys had to push it off. Like one guy could just like you know shove it aside. And Go even further before when he was setting everything up. When he was driving a tractor, now he's dragging a trampoline, and he was dragging the trampoline in half because it wasn't going to fit through. Oh, yeah. How now, do you set that up? I, I've owned a trampoline. First of all, they're not light. They're not easy to move, and they don't bend in half like that, <laughs> especially with, the, especially with the, the, the trampoline on there. The rough, you know. The, the... So the fact that he was able to do that and move it, and I mean, is, is amazing. The only question I have is now he doesn't own a dog, correct? They don't yeah. have a dog. No doubt. Why does he do have a dog whistle?
0: Well, he's a little prankster in the neighborhood, so maybe he uses the 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 dog whistle, like massive. Yeah, that is maybe. <laughs> like who? First of all, have
1: you ever seen a dog whistle? Like I've never seen a dog whistle. You always no. you know. Right. So he has a dog whistle. Why? I mean, he's a creep. He's yeah. you know.
0: <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so, so the barbell falls down on top of those guys. Before that, you had the big uh, bookcase. Yeah, the bookcase flies out, knocks them on the ground. They get up, dude. The barbell. It would have killed them. Yeah. Like, we saw that in the first two Home there been a, like They would have died multiple times. I would say by this point right now, four deaths.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, you could do the same thing with the first Home Alone
0: also. Oh, I know. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, I
1: mean, absolutely. I mean,
0: the electrocution alone. I would say the, uh, that's what I'm trying to argue. The, in this movie, those guys died more than the guys in the original. Oh, 100%. I like, mean, you, you know you know, it's uh, it's a lot of electricity
1: when the hair you know does the typical hair thing when it all stands out crazy you know for the one second yeah, yeah so,
0: <laughs> so and there was and there was different traps in this one clever ones so when the going guy gets about to get, go into the window there's the plaster and the water balloon so everything gets stuck on his face and he has like you know white face just like sitting there and yep that was a good one
1: now is this the same same guy that had the, the the hose the faucet going on that was no no. Up?
0: Okay. no 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 <laughs>
1: Okay, so that was the other one, right? It was cold water and spraying all over there and he didn't and he was trying to shut it off. Why didn't he walk away? Like he, he was wrestling with it. Like the the water was spraying on him. Why didn't he walk away? He's sitting that's because the woman found him over there. Yeah. So I, I, again just walk away. Like you have to shut it off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so when this whole when this whole thing started, when they got there, this whole third act, like the one like you mentioned, like the Rocky scene, like yeah, right. This whole thing is, like, the last, like, 40 minutes of the movie of just... That's why I paused it there. Now, like, I was saying, oh, my God, this movie is, like, so long. It's ridiculous. It is a long, long for a kid's movie. Yep. But I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, yeah, it's, like, an hour right now. That movie is, like, an hour 45. I'm like, wow, this is, like... So you got a lot from it. There were so yep. many different traps.
1: Well, you know, I mean, I think a lot of these kind of movies are usually about 90 minutes long. You know, you usually, have, you know, like... Not even, or even less. Like you know, the kids' movie. This is like this is like an adult length movie. Oh yeah. You know, um, but you have you're at the climate. You're at the port. You're at the the rocky train now, and yeah. you know this this is what you waited for. This is you know everything else was like you know silly stuff of him spying. Now you you're waiting. What kind of traps is he setting up? You know, and don't forget. I mean, again, setting up the traps that he did. He he destroyed his house. Oh, I know. Yeah. He cut holes in the floor. I mean, I mean, he destroyed his entire house. That he made, he made, he. I think every floor he cut holes in. Oh yeah. The house. First of all, the house is massive, gigantic. Like that was the big, that was the longest dumbwaiter I've ever seen. Oh, like, I know the length of that. You know. Yeah. Um, but he destroyed the house.
0: Yeah, That'd really that. funny. What if? Uh, those guys are like, you know what? We don't need that chip. We're just going to not go there tomorrow. <laughs> and his dad, the mom, the brother, and sister, they just like come home and they're like, "What'd you do to the house?". There's holes in the floor. They're like I probably swear there was bad guys going to come here. Meanwhile,
1: the, 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 the fact that they destroyed the house was never brought up. Even when the parents came home, even when the father, which by the way, is it me or every movie they make the father is like clueless about everything yeah. all the time, all the time. And the mom's always the one that's a little bit more in, intuitive, but even said she was, you know, but like they didn't even question, like, why is my house destroyed? He and went all, and- all the
0: construction workers that were in the house that day. Yeah. Well, Hours later, yeah. I when I interviewed Kevin Kilner, he talked about it and uh, he really enjoyed this movie. And just like Lenny Van Dool, like really enjoyed this movie, but he said, uh, Oh, yeah, that's the movie I was around for a little bit and then I was gone until the very end.
1: Well, you know, you think about it if you're an actor and you're in a movie where you have to do all these silly stunts, I would love it. Like, I mean, how much fun. They, they probably had so much fun. Yeah, those bad guys play do going through all these stupid stunts because it was silly. It was like you know, like it was, I and mean, I bet you some of their like pratfalls were 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 um you know made up and, and you know on the spot, but that had to be fun. So I could I could see this being an enjoyable movie to make. It Doesn't mean that movies is going to be a great movie to watch. Oh yeah, um, but to make it as an actor, I think that this would be so much fun to do.
0: Yeah, really you know, was- like a lot of the uh, a few of these people I talk to, you know, it's not like you're making say, Shakespeare. So you know what you're doing going into it, but yeah, Lenny. Lenny, When you guys listen to the interview, it's really good. He talks about like he was wrestling with this because he was always in serious drama roles, like nothing really like silly like this. But said, a it paid really well, and it would have been a movie that would really maybe get him out there because it was really like he was already in a lot of stuff. Right, but this is one that he was like a main character, and this is a big budget movie. Like this movie. I think the budget was like around 30 million. Wow. And Kevin Kilner said that he used to say when he was on set, cause he was there the whole time, but just only shot probably like four or five days. <laughs> and he said, uh, he would go to the guys and be like, man, I wish I was having my hair, you know, f- you know, blown up and caught call- having paint all over my face and jumping in water and stuff. Oh, That's absolutely. I mean. uh, again, again, Definitely. You know, I,
1: I bet you like, you kind of feel like a stunt man or a stunt woman. For a movie like this, oh you, yeah, I do not think anything crazy that's gonna hurt you, but you're getting physical and you're getting like you know it's like pranked on. I think I think it would be a lot of fun to be an actor that's doing something like this.
0: Yeah, for the most part in this movie, they're all practical stunts except right. like the dumb waiter fall and like a few of them, but it's really them doing it. They're yeah, just yeah. doing things that aren't like dangerous. There's like yeah. shaking and stuff. Yeah. No, it's funny. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So first time in this movie, I noticed like in a lot of movies they have like uh, sponsors that are in the movie. You're like, oh my god, that's like it's obvious Domino's Pizza this, like the joke right. they make in Pizza Hut with, uh, with Wayne's World when they're eating the Pizza Hut they're wearing the Reebok and so when he comes in the room and his feet are stuck in the bucket it's buckets of mega blocks
1: yeah just like... <laughs> and, he, and he's, he's like skating along the rest of the house then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, is this now was that before the rat went up his pants or... <laughs> I don't know It's I think it's right, right we're, right we're all the same yeah, yeah. I mean first of all the rat climbed his leg yeah he, he didn't feel that like the rat was climbing his leg you know um he's
0: probably so cold from the hypothermia kicking in from the water outside so he's all numb
1: yeah. <laughs> well that was, i think right after that part is when the parrot yells charlie run because yeah. <laughs> the, the parrot was in the, in the shower right was, yeah was the, i you oh, know the parrot lands on his gun i was the, cr- the I was cracking up in the, up. the yeah yeah when, when you, when the guy goes there, he thinks he sees a woman in there and he's like all excited and the parrot's singing.
0: <laughs> yeah, the guy's getting a little creepy for a second. He had a gun, he was at the point to a woman in the shower, a little sketchy. So, the main bad guy, when they're, I, I think they're in the basement, it's just before that when he puts his gun down, yep, covers it with the shirt, and he accidentally picks up Alex's dark gun.
1: I would. I'm assuming I'm not a gun expert, but I'm assuming you're not that a gun. You're not a gun expert. I'm not. I'm a knife expert, but not a gun expert. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, yeah. Um. But I would think that the guns feel differently. I would hope so. I would think that one's a lot lighter than the other yeah. one. You know, so for this guy to grab it, I was. In fact, I thought he grabbed the water gun, the the one he painted, but the kid had that one. Or no, yeah. is that the one he painted? The the, the dark gun, or whatever the he I don't painted know. one of the. There's a fair yeah, yeah, gun yeah. in there.
0: Well, the third one was a bubble gun. I think yeah, it had right. bubbles with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. Yeah, so the parrot... Yeah, the parrot and <laughs> the guy with the gun was so ridiculous. And then, oh, dude, when he gets hit... <laughs> he gets hit in the nuts with the rat. He, I wrote this down. He said, you smacked my winky.
1: My winky. Hey, listen, there's always a nut shot in these kind of movies. Oh, yeah. You know? And there's nothing funnier. I mean, outside, you know... You, you, you get two things. You get the nut shot and the fart noise. Yeah. Yeah, and you get both in this movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you got to have both. You got to have both. And then the bad guys, the whole, uh, when he was preparing, uh, the he moved the pool over and he made the pool look like it was in a different place. And both bad guys were going to chase him out. They jump off the trampoline. I mean, they jump off the roof. The girl basically pushes them off. Yep. They go through the trampoline. That's not really a trampoline. It's all cut up. And they go right into the frozen water. Why would they jump at the same time? Oh, I know. That would be the dumbest thing.
1: <laughs> so you you don't know how much weight it could go. So they do it at the same time. Yeah, and they go right in there, and that's where they stay the rest of the movie, you know? Yeah. You forget about the quicksand that he kind of made for the lady in the back or whatever, that mud pile. Uh, yeah. That she couldn't even move. Uh, like, where, And how about that, that tape measure that he had? That was the longest tape measure I've ever seen. He, he used it to, like, I guess... Go, he went through his whole house with a one tape measure. Yeah. Like these things he had, like a bucket of glue like that. Those glue things.
0: Oh, I know. Right outside the fence or shoes. There was no Google. That- there was no Google back then. So he was just doing this off of like, I don't know. You watch a lot of movies. Creativity. <laughs> like what's this kid doing? Everybody else like reading, you know, Clifford the Big Red Dog. And he's reading like Jolly Rogers' cookbook. Yeah. Like he knew like all the things that he needed to do.
1: So, so they see him outside. Why wouldn't they run downstairs and like run out? Like they wasted more time debating if they're going to jump on a trampoline than say, you know what, we see him outside. Let's get out downstairs as fast as we can.
0: Or how about we just shoot him? Right. They have the gun. We know that they purposely right. want to kill this kid. They're bad guys. They've done well just
1: in case maybe if they don't if he doesn't have the chip on him, and then you shoot him. You know, you got to make yeah. sure they have it.
0: And then Alex, being the good kid that he is, he goes to save that you know, drunk old mean lady. <laughs> She's sitting there, passed out for some reason.
1: And she looked horrible. It was cold. She so she, hyperthermia. So she was, you know, the door was left open. The window was open when the guy was there. But she she looked like death. I, I mean, like, So that was kind of creepy in itself. I mean, the kids movie, and she looked like she was, the kid was, the kid even thought he was dead. Like, she was like, he was like tapping her in the face, yeah.
0: you know. He probably secretly was hoping she was dead. <laughs> probably. This mean lady that would complain about babysitting me and helping my family out. <laughs> <laughs> And the, so the bad guy needed a gun. He points the gun at him. He, he's hiding in the closet. Psh, it's a dark gun. And again, he misses him. Yeah. That's the thing that is crazy. Yeah. He's pointing a dark gun at him. The dart goes just like a bolt goes, <laughs> goes forward. And it like hits on this TV. Yep. So as I don't want to kill anyone, you don't want to kill anyone. But if you're, if you want to kill an eight year old, I'm sure you don't need a gun. There's other things in the room. I'm sure you can just grab them. Yep. But now, he, he basically runs because the other kid pulls a gun out. What eight-year-old would have the – I know he does crazy stuff in this movie with all these tra- traps, but what eight-year-old would fire a gun? Well, he, yeah, but he knew – like he knew
1: the, the guy – because when he grabbed the gun, he knew the guy grabbed the wrong gun. So he had it with him.
0: Oh, so, yeah. The, the same
1: eight-year-old that's going to pretty much kill these guys in every contraption he had. So I mean I think death might have been on his mind because everything should have killed him. Even falling four floors from this you know, from the attic down to the basement, they fell through the floor. You know everything. They let So I think I don't think holding a gun to them would, would have made that much of a difference. I think he's you know so he's a creeper, he's a peeper, and he's a killer. You know so
0: that should have been the tagline for this movie: <laughs> Creepers, Peepers, <laughs> and a Killer. <laughs> Home Alone Three, Summer, 1997. Well, yeah. So uh, bad guys are caught. Two frozen in the pool. Where was the girl caught? Oh, she, uh, was was, it- boy uh, She was stuck in the dumbwaiter. She. They oh, took I'm her sorry. out. She, was, right. like a, she Wait, was like a. She was like a doll. How? So
1: how did she realize? Like, like what happened to that? Like that she thought the dumbwaiter was there. Oh, because she heard the robot bring it up.
0: Yeah, the robot hit the button, but it wasn't there. I guess if it would stayed down somehow. I didn't get that either. So he must have took really- it out. Yeah, she, well, it,
1: it, you can't think of a dumb way. To, so, like, like she didn't even look. She's like, oh, let me go down here. It was, it was like an elevator shaft. Like, she didn't even, like, look
0: to see if he was there. She just, has she, she been went, in them before to know that she can fit in a certain way? Because she went in, like, yeah, I would yeah, at least backwards. touch first.
1: Yeah, right. You would look down there, see if he's down there. She, she
0: went in ass backwards. Yeah, like, when an elevator door opens, I don't just jump right in. Yeah. I, I look at least for a second. Yeah. yeah, Even though my whole life an elevator floor has been there, I still <laughs> want to make sure it's still there every time.
1: Well, next time you go to an elevator, make sure you're walking backwards.
0: <laughs> Take that chance. <laughs> that freaked me out. <laughs> All right, so the bad guys are caught. Like you mentioned before, the FBI guy was like, man, I've been trying to track these guys seven years. Every time he gets away. Don't worry. The parrot. Which there some questions with this, too. So, I don't know. Did the parrot put the remote control onto the car and tape it? How did it get there?
1: Well, considering a parrot knows how to light a match. Houston, we have a problem. I, I, I'm going to say that it's very possible. No, though, that, that he did that. And how big was this igloo? It wasn't that big, right over <laughs> no. You're going to tell me the guy only until the parrot had the match. He noticed there was dynamite or whatever all around no. the top of that. I mean, it's a small little thing, but yes, I think I think the parrot definitely did that
0: how do they know they're like oh this bad guy I was looking at his fbi file like, he loves hiding in igloos in people's backyards oh is that what it said no
1: because <laughs> 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 I, I was wondering the same thing i go like why did he like why do you set that up like why do you think he was gonna hide there like i don't I just, know, I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> if it was a shed maybe or something else i don't know wait a
1: second and- i think i think when he was at the police station the police came there they what they mentioned that he does like to hide in uh, igloos
0: He's part Eskimo. But you know what's funny? And then they had to throw it in again. The parrot lighting the match, singing Bad Bad Leroy Ben. Badass man in the whole damn town. So yeah, so he's dead? Yep. That, he's dead, right? Did they show him get arrested?
1: No, they just showed like the fireworks going off and like yeah, so he should be dead. But did the parrot get out? Do you see the oh. parrot at the end or no? Is the parrot at the end? I I hope so.
0: Oh, dude, this movie got really sad. That. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't remember seeing The Parrot then either. He was the
0: hero. You know he what? the hero. The Parrot sacrificed himself to get the last bad guy.
1: Wow. He's the hero. He's the real hero of the movie.
0: I wish I could think of a drama movie situation. Oh, he's like the Jack of uh, – Rose is the kid. He, he's the jack-, jack of Titanic.
1: He's, he's the – no, you know what he is? He's the Bruce Willis in Armageddon. Yes, he is. He sacrificed himself so the kid didn't have to do it. <laughs> And when I'm they first writing,
0: I said, if anyone's never seen Armageddon, spoiler alert. When they were writing Armageddon, they're like, man, what should we do? Hey, let's do that parrot scene when the end of Omar 3. So, okay, so Kevin Kilner, he's back in the movie. The whole house we mentioned before, construction workers everywhere. And what does he bring Alex? A toy car, a blue toy car. And did you hear how much money this kid got for the reward? it was a tr- uh, three figures, right? Or something like that. Six figures. <laughs> three figures. i <laughs> i six figures. Yeah. $99. $100. <laughs> <laughs> this chip has the ability to, uh, to start missiles, but the government's a little cheaper right now. <laughs> and, oh no, the bad guy does get caught at the end. The final scene they they have chicken pox in their headshots. All four
1: of them there. You know what? I didn't even notice that. I
0: didn't even I didn't even notice that I really uh, thought we were gonna get a death
1: uh, so maybe the parrot didn't make it out then did you see the parrot again God
0: no I don't remember the parrot again
1: oh uh, maybe he you know okay so there maybe there might have been a death but you know what I didn't notice a chicken pox in the on the mugshot yeah oh uh, which
0: right. they didn't touch the kids so I don't know
1: how they would get it right well oh, you he, can you get chicken pox if you touch something else the kid touched
0: I don't know I had shingles but uh, <laughs> I had Thank chicken pox, but... I recently had shingles, but... No, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that works. I, I guess you can get it from, like... You know what's funny? This one, they never almost had him. Well, at the very end. The one time... He, he had the gun.
1: The one, the one time. Like, in the other movies, they almost had him a bunch of times. Yeah,
0: they grabbed the jacket, yeah. and the jacket yeah. ripped, or... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. uh... So, that's it. That's Home one 3. Jamie, what did you think of the movie? Um,
1: alright. So, as an ad- adult watching this movie um i found it hard to watch because um, it's, it's over the top silliness um you know if i was a child watching this i probably love it you know so you know going into the movie you knowing it's a kid's movie um i would recommend it for children but i wouldn't recommend it for adults like home alone i can still watch today like every christmas i watch it in my family you know it's a great movie you know the original one um this one it, it takes it to a different level you know so i think it's definitely a, a a great kids movie but as an adult i'm not going to take my wife me and her and we're going to watch this
0: oh no no i know but for the holidays honestly when my daughter gets older i would totally put this on because i there was the she oh. scenes were funny i love the parrot the kid was funny um i don't know i just think john is like really a lot of times when these third fourth movies come out especially seven years later yeah you're usually like, oh who wrote this one joe schmo and it's like well, oh, my you, God, John Hughes wrote this movie. You
1: said it. You you know, when your daughter gets older, um, you'll be able to watch movies like this. And as silly as they are, now you can laugh through her with her about these silly movies. You know, well, I
0: watch perfect. I, I laugh perfectly fine by myself. <laughs>
1: that's a personal yeah. problem. So that's
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, no. The parrot I thought it was so uh, clever, and they really like. The tarantula did nothing. Yeah. This they were like, hey, let's you know take the same parrot that was. In Looks like the parrot that was in Pauly, and it looked like the same parrot that was in uh, a Scary Movie 2. Not yeah. going to do the fact checking on that right now, but <laughs> soon that that's what I'll do tonight. But
1: well, uh, I mean, and you know, I know we we finished the movie, but the rat was also super super smart because the kid trained him to to go where he needed to go. Like he told the rat to hide around the corner, yeah, and then go off the guy's leg. I mean, like so, like. He was—he was almost like Dr. Doolittle little a
0: kid. Yeah, he no—it was clever casting because rats are like one of the smartest animals. Like they can learn a lot as a pet, right. and he's smart. So I think they, yeah, no, I, no, I thought it was—I thought it was pretty good. I would say definitely watch it because yeah. there is some really funny, silly, over-the-top scenes. And uh, so what? What do you think could have been done to make this movie maybe more enjoyable? So you had the same feeling when you watch Home Alone. Um,
1: that's a good question.
0: What if they, What if this movie was called, like, obviously it's a bad name on the top of my head, but like, Kid at Home, and you watch the movie, you're like, oh, Kid at Home, and,
1: uh, um,
0: you know what, I don't know, because, I mean,
1: um, I almost like him better than Kevin McAllister, you oh, know, like, totally. so, you know, and I like the parrot aspect, because, you know, it brought uh, some light humor, and, I, you know, I like, I love Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, um, but these guys, like he took out four people. Um, yeah, no, um, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I don't think they can make it better. I think what the audience that they made it for, I think it's perfect. If, if that's my, uh, my. Threat. No, no,
0: I think that no, that that's great. No, you know what's funny? If you compare the two real quick, Kevin McAllister hate pretty much hated his family. They didn't like him. This one, I know he didn't get along with his brother and sister. Perfect relationship with his parents. Yeah. They were funny. The dad, he he goes, dad, you got everything? You got this? How about your wallet? And he goes, I got my wallet. And he goes, yeah. The dad walks away. He's in his boxers. Yeah. He actually had his pants still hung. So they had like a cool relationship. This is like an eight-year-old kid. Well, I think he's the most mature one in the house.
1: The kid. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, and well, you know it's also with the, with the, the original movie, um, Kevin McAllister is like such a wise ass. Like, yeah. makes it. Fun- I mean, again, for an adult, it makes it funny. He's just a smart ass. Where this kid, is not really a smart ass. He's just smart, you know. Um, and then again, the original one, you have the creepy uncle, you know, who's uh, annoying, and uh, you know, like so, like it's. I think that I think the original one is geared more towards adults that can enjoy it, but yeah. this one's more de- dealt towards kids, uh, and that's why he probably wasn't captured too often because I think maybe young kids might get nervous.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. This movie did really well. The budget was right around thirty. It made. Uh, it grossed seventy nine million. So really,
1: that was I. I it was probably directed to DVD,
0: right? Or no, this wasn't the movie theater. No, oh, this I is wide release. Yeah, when I talked to Lenny, he said after the movie, he was he lives out in L A. He said he went to the mall out there, the big mall. I can't think of the name. Not the palace. Not the Mall, no. mall of America. No, no, that's in Minnesota. <laughs> I've never been to California or Minnesota. no, I know, <laughs> no. But anyway, a big mall, and he said he was driving and he almost crashed his BMW. Because there is like 40-foot posters on the side of the mall like prepping for the movie. No, it had a big release and it did well. So, uh, wow. yeah. So, that's it for Hall of 3. Stay tuned for next week. For our two, count them, two interviews, I had the chance to talk with first Lenny Van Dolan, who played the, one of the bad guys in the movie, the one that sat in the chair, jumped in the pool, tried to shut off the water that was spraying him. Uh, his character's name was Burton Jernigan. He was in a cult classic called Electric Dreams in the mid-'80s, but he's most famous for his role as Harold Smith on Twin Peaks. And the other interview was with Kevin Kilner, who played Mr. Pruitt, Alex's dad. He was in so much awesome stuff over the years. He started in a CBS series opposite Nancy Travis in the mid-'90s called Almost Perfect. It's pretty funny. And in one of the best Frasier episodes of all time, Roz and the Schnoz. So if you want to check that out. And he had a great scene in American Pie, too. Seen when the walkie talkies, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So don't forget to review rate and share our podcast. Follow us on Twitter at sequels only. Good night. Good night.